Thomas, and once again with me is my co-host... Andrew, and it's a glad to be here, Thomas. Pleasure to be back. Uh, it was good that our unfortunate mishap uh, stayed out of the news as well. It is good. I mean, we're not allowed to talk, obviously. We're limited in what we can say, mm-hmm. but I think everyone will be glad to see the end of it and just to see everybody involved going their separate ways, moving forward, as it moving were. Moving forward, moving forward. Uh, and we definitely started moving forward today. And after, as a result of uh, having visited this restaurant, we're going to have to do a lot more moving forward. I think we're going to have to do a lot of moving forwards and upwards and around. A lot of physical activity. A lot, a lot of, physical of physical activity. activity. Huge, big time acti- activity. Bigly. So, as you may have known uh, or seen us out and about, maybe the paparazzi pictures are finding their way out there now. Andrew and I went with our production team to the Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon in southwest Sydney. Uh, this restaurant chain, by way of North Carolina, gave us a very pleasant experience. And while we're on the topic of North Carolina, go Holly Spring Salamanders. I'm sorry, there's only one team to discuss here. We've had this discussion before. When it comes to North Carolina sports teams, it is nothing less than the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs. Now look, we could be here for quite a long time. We're just I'm, sorry, to I, I'm sorry, you got, you got the gander up. I've, just, I've got to calm it down. It's okay, we're, we're back. We'll just agree to disagree and move on. We'll have to. Uh, and go back to where we were for lunch today. There is uh, no extrinsic connection between the Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon. It is, in fact, a North Carolinian uh, restaurant, but there is a spiritual sort of heart connection to Texas. I think most people would traditionally associate it with the big Lone Star State, big sky country. I think so, indeed. I mean, that's exactly what I thought of until, you know, further investigation on our part did turn up this... Uh, almost anomaly. surprising anomaly of a Northern Carolinian attachment, but it's not. It's a, it is not an unwelcome one. No, it's uh, any chance to get closer to North Carolina is a better chance for us all. Indeed. Now we we meant to go there a couple of days ago. It is Fourth of July somewhere in the world. We meant to go there for the Fourth of July. Yes, uh, unfortunately, as our uh, schedules would not allow until the sixth, that unfortunately happened to be when we got to do it. You know, but but needs must. So we redefined uh, Independence Day for America to the sixth, celebrated in the most American way that we could, which is going to the steakhouse and saloon, which was a new experience because uh, for quite a while they've not been around. They have been none. There was. There were Lone Stars and there were Chili's as far as the eye could see once upon a time. But snafus with payments to miners and such. Things we can't get into, of course. They're, you know, we, We've just finished one lawsuit. We don't wish for another. Um, they disappeared, although we're very glad to see the return of Lone Star. Now, we were at a southwest Sydney branch. We won't uh, go into the details, if only because we don't want to be tracked down by those people who do know whereabouts we live. But we sat in a booth with our production team and we uh, had a very productive business meeting. We only discussed business and only thought about business and only looked at business for tax purposes. It was a true a true meeting of business and tax. And I think it's, a, it's emerging that I Synergy. think you're going to see a lot more of in the future. Definitely. Now... I'll let Andrew introduce our judging criteria today. Now, we've decided to dip back into the archives a little bit. Now, for those of you out there who happen to have the show de jour book of judgment, now, a fine tome that I know we put together many moons ago and has been out of print since 1998, but for those of you who cherish your copies, Mm. I want you to turn to page 68. So I'm going to do that with you. And there we are, page 68, because we are going to, of course, when you're reviewing a steakhouse, only one. the only way to do it is via the Slim Pickens 7 Stars of Success Steakhouse Review System, 
patent pending. When was that patent filed? Again? Now, that patent was filed in 1972. This is, of course, the second and amended list. We're not going via the original eight stars, which were filed, of course, in 1957, which we all know were struck down by Roe v. Wade for their strong racial overtones. Yes, uh, so the segregation uh, eight star is not something we will be judging today. Nor, nor should you, frankly. No, um, no not at all. We welcome all types, as we've said for many years. Uh, so we've decided to, to, to harness the seven stars for good and for truth and to go forwards here in the only way we can celebrate America by listing these stars and providing you with the truest and richest form which, of course, is review. Review. Because, after all, everything's up for review. Everything is and always will be up for review. So the first item on our judging criteria was? Oh, it was ambiance. Oh, the ambiance. Now, when I first saw the Lone Star restaurant and when we first pulled up to it in our production team van, uh, I, I was struck by the facade that was uh, happening there. It was a quite a... A, a saloon-style appearance. There was the wooden floorboards, the wooden posts, the tin roof, and then emblazoned in massive red letters with a big star in the middle, Lone Star. So I was of no um, misconception about where I was. I was at a place where there was only one star. Precisely. Uh, for ambiance, I viewed it as... Like a G-rated roadhouse. Oh, tell me more. Um, I said I was particularly impressed by the youth artwork. Mm. Um, I possibly some kind of outreach program. I can't be certain. Uh, delightful drawings of cowboys and cowgirls adorn the walls. Now I, I don't presume to assume uh, the age of these children's artworks, but certainly there was uh, some fantastic, you know, colouring in on display there, in and out of the lines. I like those rule breakers who were pushing their coloured pencils outside the line, but a lot of non-traditional colours as well. I think I saw a blue cowboy. I did enjoy the more avant-garde of the mm. purple cowboy with the orange suit. That's I thought that brilliant. was a stroke of brilliance, and oh. only a child like mine could truly come up with that. Certainly a very sort of neo-modernist uh, style to painting, uh, or colouring in, as you might des uh, describe it. Precisely. Now, of course, that moves us on to the second star, and thankfully... This is a star that does qualify. A lot of steakhouses, this doesn't qualify, but the second star, of course, truly encapsulates everything, and that is quality of peanuts. Yes, now, if anybody has been so unfortunate to live their lives and not have gone to a Lone Star restaurant, uh, this is the initial appearance as you go in. Uh, there's a massive bucket of peanuts, uh, generally speaking. I believe the label states them to be free nuts. Free nuts. Actually, I believe that was pointed out. Free nuts uh, was pointed out on the way in and on the way out. And out of this collective, communal, almost you might say communistic uh, bucket of peanuts is served your miniature bucket of peanuts. It's a big, a big bucket giving birth to a little bucket. Of which I believe it to truly also be replenishable peanuts. You may take another step forward and dip the bucket into the peanutty goodness. Yep, you scoop it out uh, and then you take it with you. Now, you then have this essentially free food that you can eat for the remainder of your meal 
throwing the shells shockingly on the floor. Now, I feel that did play a part into my ambience, that I felt that poor cleanliness did play a part due to the shells on the floor. But you know what you're getting into when you go to a steakhouse such as Lone Star. This sort of of thing's coming. It's going to happen regardless. And you just have to throw off the shackles of care and feel free and open and accepting. See, I was of a different attitude. While I did feel as though that pulled down the ambience, I felt it enhanced the quality of the peanuts. Because when you see an empty peanut shell, you know that peanut's been eaten. It can't have been a bad peanut unless it's accompanied by a half-chewed and then spat-out peanut. And, I mean, not a lot of us do that anymore. I mean... Once, once or twice a warning is enough yeah, for me. Yeah, maybe, maybe at most ten times. So at that point, we get on to the second. But hold on, I have more to say about the quality of peanuts. I felt that um, they were quite rich in nutty flavour, and the lack of salt, because these were not salted peanuts, the lack of salt sort of suggested that there was the, the, the sweat of an exploited nut farmer from a third world just wasn't in there, and this gave me a real sort of first world well, uh, positive attitude I believe the peanuts. I believe my wording on it came such as unsalted and bland, which of course is the highest compliment that you can give. A peanut. A bucket of peanuts. A bucket of peanuts. Sorry, now on to the... On uh, to the third, third star, of course, which is the entree. Now, the entree, I believe we shared a loaded fries as Uh, we discussed uh, uh, tax claims. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You must give credit where credit is due. These are the Amarillo cheese fries. mistake. Sorry, I just thought they were loaded fries. But the Amarillo cheese fries. They're the Amarillo cheese fries. We had a large platter, of course, to share amongst us and the many members of the team that are just there, the team team du jour that are ready and willing to assist us to move forward. And... I basically looked at them as they were very well-seasoned fries, slathered in the finest cheeses that one can melt, most likely tasty. I felt as though there was an inevitable comparison to chili fries. Now, that was another restaurant that's uh, now no longer in business in Australia. Um, And I felt that these loaded fries, or these Amarillo fries, were probably better given that the uh, Lone Star franchise was probably meeting award rates in paying their chefs and servers. I do believe that is a case. Uh, however, I did say that I felt they were liberally topped with bacon, maybe a little too liberally for a southern steakhouse. Mm, you might even get towards that purple shade of the state. You, you, yeah, you, you're crossing in, you're crossing lines there. You, you, you're not on a red state anymore, you're not in a blue state. You are in the United States, and of course, that is where the bacon is most liberal. That's true. And uh, I did want to point out that the ranch dressing that was served on side was very tangy, very, very tangy. Uh, that brings us in, of course, to the mains. Now, while we both had a burger, the, those burgers differentiated greatly. Yes, they did. I, I had a West West Hawaiian burger, or Wild West, I believe it was a Wild West. I believe it was West. Way Out West. Way Out West. I knew there was a lot of W's. There's a lot of W's in the name, a lot of alliterative sense, but yeah. yes. Uh, way Out West Hawaiian burger, which makes sense because Hawaii's were very far west from the West Coast itself. Indeed, whereas I went for the classic, the double cheeseburger. Um, I felt that it left me wanting, namely for a different main course. Uh, I felt that they were, it was kind of bland and underwhelming, a lot like an idle winner. It just, there wasn't a, you know, there's a lot of richness there, but just not a lot of substance. My uh, burger <coughs> did not leave me as unsatisfied as uh, Andrew's double cheeseburger. It, it certainly had, was a hefty meal, mine. It had a solid taste to both the burger and the accompanying fries. It had the taste of cardiac arrest. There was, there was no doubt that I was eating years of my life 
and uh, if this was how I was going to go down, I was go going down with both guns blazing. I felt as though the accompanying loaded fries would turn, because you had the option of having your fries with bacon and cheese melted on top of it, these accompanying fries would ensure an A++ heart attack. It would, it would give you a nice, rich and quick death. Yeah. And to ensure this, I had to have a second beer to really lubricate the gullet to get the food down as quick as I possibly could. Uh, whilst I did not need the second beer to lubricate the gullet, as it were, a second beer was required because, of course, when one is speaking of, the, of, of a good meal, you need to have, as our next star shows, libations. And, of course, we went for imported American beer by the bottle. Yes, now, there were for our fifth uh, star of success here, libation, there were four American beers on offer, uh, Budweiser, Coors, Miller and Tap Water. Uh, classic American beers right there. Uh, just They take me back. Take yeah, me back to uh, they the take days. me back to the days. And, uh, and again, accompanying a meal which was of the same quality as these beers. Now, of course, there was no glass provided. So slumming it is necessary in that situation. No, you no. will have no alternative. But when you go to a steakhouse, if you go to a place that has a kilo bucket of wings, you know what you're entering into. Well, you know my old, my old humdinger. It's uh, when you get a glass of beer... It's already in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it takes me back to oh, good times. Now, I do note that the uh, the server, or the servant, as we might want to call them, uh, did offer us a milkshake, which I thought was an, an interesting option to accompany things like fries and burgers and cheese and bacon. In the true American style, they wished to, to provide that sugary top mm. to that carb and grease loaded meal that you would be having whilst delightful just didn't seem right for a business meeting yeah so if you weren't going to get tighter hardened arteries you were going to get adult onset diabetes and happy you would be to do absolutely. so absolutely which brings us into the next star of course like any place such as this the food and the drinks are not just the only thing that you were looking into. Of course, you are looking at the facilities. Now, when we talk about facilities, we're obviously not referring to the GoldenEye Nintendo 64 facilities, but we are talking primarily about the toilets. Of course. Now, when we went and investigated the facilities, as one must when they go to a restaurant, uh, we found wooden toilet seats for that rustic feel. Now, on closer inspection, I believe they were either Nordic cherry or pine. I believe the Nordic cherry was what they went with, mm. which an inspired choice, of course, uh, given that Ponderosa pine was not available. Uh, yes, absolutely. The Ponderosa pine, a renowned, authentic feature of uh, saloons and steakhouses. Now, at the urinal, of course, there is an image on the wall, on the trough wall that they've listed, which, of course, is a man gold panning. Now, in a rust, again, another rustic feel they have. Now, uh, I would be willing to wager a bet that there is no gold to be found in that stream. In fact, I think any gold found would be most unwelcome in that situation. I just, I just, it's just what I come with it. I just want to commend the restaurant for trying to create what you might call an alternative bathroom experience. I mean, but you have to give them credit for that. Credit Whether or not you're going to give them points, I think that's a different story, but definitely credit for trying something a little bit outside the box, as it were. I feel as though that uh, Slim Pickens would endorse that. I just would like to point out, though, that um, the Gold Rush era never really touched North Carolina or Texas, um, so it's an interesting uh, decorative touch the bathroom. It could be very well more of a... Uh, a spiritual a, connection. It's, it's a spiritual connection, or maybe just a, an attempt to broach its its adopted home of Australia with 
you know North Carolina in that we did have a lot of gold fields and that was a rich it was a rich you know vein of of work back in the day it was very rich very rich gold panning vein of work now that brings us of course to the seventh seventh star of this which of course in true slim pickens fashion is the yeehaw factor yeehaw yeah uh, it just it warms my heart every time we get to it every time. but it's it's the quintessential way of reviewing not just uh, you know, a restaurant A restaurant gets the first six points, but a steakhouse and saloon gets that seventh. They get that seventh star and no one else does. And I feel as though, just off that comment, I felt as though the Yeehaw Factor was excellent here at the Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon. It had certainly more Yeehaw than your local kebab shop or Chinese restaurant. Absolutely, that is the case. I refer to it as the rootinous, tootinous, well-lit dive I've yet encountered. And that is high praise, as I have seen quite a few dives in my time. Now, I'm not one to recommend uh, how restaurants could improve, but I'm just thinking saloon doors would be a massive hit here. Well, remember, back in the day, the original Lone Stars had the saloon doors, although I believe they possessed too much of a problem, a potential hazard to small kitties that yeah. could, they could find themselves inevitably hit yeah. by the doors and a lawsuit could you know could portend and that's not anything that a restaurateur wishes certainly some of my, some of my fondest memories was seeing kids get KO'd by saloon doors it was a moment in time that I'm not going to lie I enjoyed too but you have a chuckle you help the kitty up you dust him off and you send and him on his, his teeth. you send him on his way teeth optional now, of course, that leads us to the most important factor, as with every pod du jour, and that leads us to the verdict. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, music. We'll get that music for physics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, of course, I pass it over to you, my learned colleague. I, uh, for my verdict for Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon in southwest Sydney by way of North Carolina, spiritually connected to Texas, I highly recommend it if you're a big fan of John Wayne or of Tightened Arteries. Andrew, my, what would your verdict be? My verdict is quite simply whelming. Would you like to elaborate on that? No. Okay, fine. Uh, so that brings us to a close once more. Thank you once more, loyal fans, for joining us at the Pod de Jeu. Uh, fans, if you would like to get in touch with us via our social media, we have a Twitter and a Facebook page, both by the title of this podcast. And for all those other legal teams that are looking for us, our duly appointed legal representatives are the person you want to talk to. Of course. So on behalf of Thomas, this is Andrew saying good day. Good day. Good day.